Do you do graphic design or do you do branding? Do you do visual branding or do you do strategic branding? Do you do brand strategy? Do you even know what strategy is? Strategy is such an elusive concept. Everybody means something different when they say it. And there are so many different levels of strategy. Clients usually don't get it. And if they do, it's because they're seasoned enough that they really appreciate it. And then if you're somebody coming in to deliver strategy, how do you know if you're delivering it at the right level for them? Well, that's what I want to talk about today. What is strategy and how do you get good at it? You're listening to the No BS Agency Podcast. We talk strategies that can take your one to two person branding agency from $5,000 to $30,000 per month without hiring employees or working your ass off. All you have to do is cut the BS. I am Pia Silva. So I learned branding and brand strategy from the School of Hard Knocks. I started our business with Steve back in 2011 because he was a graphic designer and I was just looking for clients for him. So I had no idea what strategy was. I had no idea what branding was. Uh, I remember a couple years into our business when we felt like we should be selling branding and brand strategy. We literally had this textbook about branding that we were furiously thumbing through trying to figure out how we were going to deliver things like brand guidelines and you know what was included in a really thorough brand strategy basically and here i am 10 years later more than 10 years later and i feel like i have a pretty good handle on what strategy is but to be honest i don't think it's really as complicated as people make it out to be because over the years what i've figured out, said strategy is just a plan. It's your plan for getting from A to B. That's a strategy. And I think when people use the word strategy in a jargony sense, they're using it because they think it's something bigger than that. But what I tell my students is when you're writing a brand strategy or you're creating a strategy for clients, first of all, never use the word because they think it's something bigger than it is. They think it's something that they don't necessarily need, or they think that it's like a nice to have, which is why it's so hard to sell strategy, especially to small businesses. So don't use the word. What it really means is, hey, you're here, right? And you want to go there. Well, there's a lot of different things that you could do to try to get there. I'm going to tell you what I think you should do to try to get there. Here's what you need to do to get from where you are to where you want to go. That's a strategy. That's it. It's really not that complicated. We overcomplicate it by using this word and then making it something that is untouchable to those who don't understand it. So I want to tell you right now, because a lot of people come to me and they say, well, I don't really know how to do strategy or I'm not very good at it. And that may be true. I've seen people write strategies that are really bad and really not thought out. But it doesn't mean that they don't understand what strategy is. It means that they aren't being thoughtful enough about what those steps are going to be. So if you want to learn how to do really good strategy, here's what I think you should do. Learn. Sharpen your skills. Get as much information as possible and try a lot of things so that you have more and more tools in your tool belt. What I've learned over the years to become a really great strategist means that when I look at somebody's current situation and where they want to go, 
I have lots of options at my disposal on how to get them there. And the more options I have, the more well-tailored and accurate I think that strategy is going to be. Here's when your strategy is not going to be very thoughtful. You know the saying, when you've got a hammer, everything looks like a nail? That's what a lot of people do when they're first starting out. They only have a couple of tools in their tool belt. If the only thing you know how to do is Facebook ads, then every single person you talk to is going to look like a prime candidate for Facebook ads because you know that it works in certain situations and you don't have any other tools at your disposal. So you might tell everybody that you talk to, oh, Facebook ads can solve that problem. But that's never the answer because there is no one size fits all answer to anybody's situation. I'll give you another example. Plenty of people ask me, should I have a personal brand or a business brand? Should I name my business after myself or should I give my business a different name? A lot of people will give advice on that. They might say, oh, I always think it's better to name it after yourself or it's always better to name it after your business. And I would say nothing is always, right? There's no question where the answer is always going to be this. The answer is usually, it depends. It depends on your goals, what you're trying to do, and what resources you have at your disposal, how much time you have available to do this work, how much money you're willing to invest in it, how much time you're willing to invest in possibly two different businesses and brands. Those are all factors that come into play. Now, if you have a hammer (laughs) where you only think that building a business under a business name makes sense because this way, you know, you can sell it one day. That's what a lot of people say, like as if most people are selling their businesses. You know, you can't possibly sell your business with your name on it. That's not true. Uh, But the benefit to having access to lots of different opportunities and understanding what different business models might even look like, how you could have a business model where you only have a business brand. There is a different business model that also makes sense where you only have it under your personal name. There's yet another business model that makes perfect sense in certain situations to have both a personal brand and a business brand. I'll give you an example. I had a client a couple of years ago. Her name is Ediuska Lawrence. Uh, She is a super whip smart scientist who has a business where she consults with entrepreneurs and inventors who are going through the FDA approval process. So she will help them go through this process flawlessly. And if they're not ready to, she'll help them get ready to do it. She worked at Stryker for at least, I think, seven years, one of the biggest medical device companies in the world doing this exact work. So she knows exactly how to do it. Now, that is a perfect example especially given her long-term goals where she wants to build technology and AI, that is a perfect example of how she definitely needs a business brand to do this work under. Her company's name is Genius Shield. You can go check out her website and our brand that we built her, GeniusShield.io. So she definitely needs that business because she's going to be raising money later, because she's definitely building a team. There's no doubt about it. This company is going to be growing over time. But... She and her brand and her personality are also a huge part of building this business. And so because I not only saw that there was a really good reason for her to have both a business brand and a personal brand because of her trajectory and because of her personality, how she is not afraid to be out in front and she's very good at it, 
I told her, you know, my strategy for you, what I recommend is that you make two brands and I know you can handle it. And that's what we ended up doing. So there's also ediuskalawrence.com and you can see her brand and her business brand. They have crossover branding, but they're two distinct brands. That is a perfect example of a strategic plan based on where she was and where she wanted to go. And it would not be one size fits all. I would not necessarily say that to the next person who comes to me and says, should I have a business brand or a personal brand? Because a different person might not be in the position where they really need a business brand. That might not be part of their long-term vision. It might not be helpful. So The only reason that I was able to confidently tell her that is because I have had enough clients in different situations and I have myself built a business brand and a personal brand. I've had the crossover. I've seen the value of the business brand and how it has benefits and there are drawbacks, that there is no personal face connected to it. I saw the benefit of when I finally put my personal brand out there back in 2016, how much more quickly people were able to connect with me, how it was so much easier to get my content out there when it was under my name because there was a face and a name to the information. So these are all experiences that I had over the years that allowed me to be strategic in her situation and say, this is why I think that having two brands makes sense for you. And I could say to somebody else, this is why you shouldn't have two brands. So going back to the topic of strategy and what a strategy is, it's really just a plan of action to get where you want to go. And the best way to become more strategic and a better strategist for your clients is to build your skills and your experiences in lots of different places so that you have a lot of tools and opportunities available to you. If you don't know anything about, for example, self-publishing a book, I self-published my book on purpose because I wanted to experience what it was like to self-publish a book because then I would know a lot about self-publishing and what it looks like to actually go through the motions, what it looks like to market your book yourself, to not have a publisher behind you. I wanted to know all of those things because now I can help people make decisions about that when it comes to their branding. It might not be a service that I offer. I don't help people publish their books. I have nothing to do with people writing their books or publishing them, but it's yet another tool in my toolbox that when I sit down with somebody and come up with their strategy, I can give them a lot of insight into whether or not that is even something that should be on their radar or not. And believe it or not, it's not something that everyone should do, but it is something a lot of people can do. And I can speak to why I think it could or couldn't help them. And Every new thing that I have learned how to do, that I've tried myself and have implemented myself with success or with failure, doesn't mean you have to be successful at all of these things, but even getting to know how things work by doing them for yourself. Every new thing that I've learned how to do has made me a better strategist for my clients because it means that I have access to ideas, lots of different kinds of ideas even doing this podcast. Like I know a lot about podcasting now because I've had this podcast for over, I don't know how long, two years, right? Like a hundred episodes, a hundred episodes later, I've got a lot to say about podcasting. So this is an example of doing things, trying things, 
actually makes you a better strategist for your clients. So if you want to be better at strategy, if you want to understand what strategy is and get better at it, the best thing you can do is just have more information, have more skills available to you so that when you sit down with your clients and you say, here's where you are, where do you want to go? And then you map out that vision and you say, here's what I think is the best path to get there. You'll have a lot of potential paths at your fingertips to pull from. And that will make your strategy more robust, more colorful, and more informed. If you are loving this episode, please just take 30 seconds and leave it a review right now. Reviews help other people find us so that we can help more people know BS their agencies. I thank you in advance for your help. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'll be back next week with more no BS tips for your agency so you can find more profit, ease, and freedom. The No BS Agency podcast is produced by Yellow House Media. Coordinator is Lou Blazer. This episode is edited by Marty Seafelt. Creative direction by Sean and Tara McMullen. Our theme music is Knock 'em Down by The Shrugs. <laughs>